Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Villalucci Podcast. Honest, uncensored, and unedited discussions about life and everything in it. So sit back, relax, and let's start the show. Oh, there you go. And we're yeah, live. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, oh, what was I saying? So we, we were uh, due to have a, an interview, a guest, but through no fault of their own, really. A very interesting guest. Yeah, that you did a lot of research for. Yes, I did. Yes. So you're going to have to research all over again. Yes, because my I have like I have a memento kind of man head problem, a head injury problem where, like every day I'm just like it just it's like a fresh day. It's yeah, right. yeah, it, yeah. It swings aroundabouts because like information doesn't go in, but like I, it's a finite amount of time you can hold on to it for yeah, for the yeah, brain cells yeah. just yeah. let go. I'm constantly grabbing onto it, mate, desperately clinging onto it, like my did, nails. Did you do your uh, your research and then just run to the office as quick as possible to get? <laughs> I, that's how I remember f- the information falling yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just my fingers in my ears, just pouring out of my ears. Um, I used to have to do that for uh, exams. Basically, I used to have to basically wait till just before the exam and then really start revising. Yeah. It's the only way it's going to stay. In there. Three, three seconds before, still under the under the counters. Uh, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> what with kids' uh, exams now? Could you that you allowed mobile phones in? You'd have to take all the mobile phones off them, wouldn't you? Oh, I mean, when I went to uni a long time ago. But like in school now, if you're going to do a test, the mobile phone's got to go. Yeah, yeah. If you, well, everyone has to hand them in. What? Yeah, you, uh, well, a uni, <clears throat> a uni when, you know, you're sort of, you're doing a... Big no, old, but I'm school I'm talking about. Well, the kids. you're doing big old exams. It's a proper formal exam in a, GCC in, in a gym or whatever. or whatever. I'm talking about uni, because so, that's like my last educational yeah. experience. Um, yeah, they had a big big basket and you had to hand in your mobile phone. Right. Um, I never did, because I couldn't be bothered to queue up. I, I wasn't cheap, but I just couldn't be bothered to queue up. Uh, and get it all sorted. I just wanted to leave. I just wanted to get out the hell out of the room. What, so you didn't collect it or you didn't hand it no, in? No, I didn't hand it in. I just said, no, I don't have mobile, it's fine. And oh, like, and they went with that? Um, but I always, What era was this? <laughs> well, this is 2000, <laughs> uh, I don't know. God, I don't know. Ten, it was 12. Oh, that recent. 12, 13 years ago. Oh, okay. Oh, years ago. I think you were going to say 2013. No, no, no. So whatever the hell that was. Last decade. Um, and, um, but I always used to forget to turn my, I used to turn the phone off, but then I always used to forget to turn the alarm off. Oh, for God's sake. You're and not even so, a good criminal. No, no, no. And so the alarm would always, it would turn the phone on. It was one of those phones to turn, oh, turn the phone off. And the alarm would go off. And then all of a sudden, like, I'd just be like, had to go into my, I mean, every time, every exam I had to reach my pocket, turn the thing off. And then there were loads of invigilators just standing around me, just sort of going, um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and they never trusted you ever again. Uh, they, t- they took everyone at their word and you ruined that. Yes, you, yes. You... Is, it, is, it, is it their fault for trusting me, I suppose? <laughs> uh, well, anyway, yeah, so we were supposed to do a podcast today with our guests. We just still put the microphone here in memory. He hasn't died or anything. <laughs> just, just to clear that up. We're not that callous. No, no, no. no they no, died no. on the way here, but we still put that in. We're still going <laughs> to jokingly leave yeah, the two yeah. spots. Yeah. Um, in memoriam. But he's a, he's a very nice guy. He's a very interesting guy that we were going to talk to. <laughs> we went up him back on the show. Excellent. So, uh, well, it would, it would but be we nice. decided to go with the show anyway to show that we, you know, we're British. We carry on. You know, we've got the British spirit. We go on regardless. The spirit. Yeah, even one of us. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be offensive to call it the sort of British army spirit. But yeah, so here we are. So uh, yeah, anything, anything nice, Charles, going on this morning, uh, this week? Uh, anything nice? Yeah, anything interesting? Uh, just terrible we've been talking about your friends before the show but we won't go on about it but <laughs> do, you, do you think that person we were talking about would come onto the podcast uh yeah maybe yeah, yeah. has he listened to the show uh a little bit yeah yeah 
So he wouldn't know it's a sort of experiment. He we could say, oh, you sound like a nice guy. Come on, let's talk. Um, he's, he's a funny guy, so yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. He's a very funny guy. Um, um, so anyway, we decided to carry on. So uh, we're probably going to do a short podcast. So this is really our emergency podcast. We didn't let the listeners down, Charles. That's no. the main thing. And it's the, the audience we, we care about. Yeah. yeah. And the viewers, actually. That keeps, and keeps the viewers, viewers, of course. Yeah, but um, I think our real, true, diehard viewers will be the only ones watching this <laughs> as we sit here and do shit <laughs> a lot of vietnamese vietnamese is that the right word vietnamese did i say it right then no what did i say viet vietnamese viet, viet, what what are you saying vietnamese vietnamese yeah vietnamese all i can hear is noise now <laughs> the word is means vietnamese just say it now vietnamese vietnamese it's an n i'm putting m yes we have a lot of vietnamese um uh, viewers and listeners so. oh, why wouldn't be yeah um, these people have been schooled in the uh, philosophy yeah. of marx and, and <laughs> yeah. lenin why why of course that they would i uh, think it's sin chow is hello in vietnamese did i say it right no <laughs> fuck oh we're switching so <laughs> vietnamese okay yeah i feel like i am saying it wrong are you hearing it i wrong? feel like i'm getting confused now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get a noise um, it's one of those things if you say a word you know just over and over and over again well we're cultural as hell because i mean we're sitting here with a turkish fella and an Italian, and last week we had an Italian on, so we're, yes. you know, we're doing right culturally. Yeah, yeah, we're quite a you know, culture show. We are show. kind of cultured, yeah. Even though uh, talking of culture, <laughs> we're talking of British culture, uh, would you like to tell the uh, the? the <laughs> can you say this story? Which one? No, yeah, it wasn't about anybody specific about what um what you drink at the football. Oh, oh, yo, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, so you were oh, telling me this before the show that yeah. I mean, this is. We were all... discussing drinks while we made our coffees and teas, and we noticed a pot of what was it? Uh, bisto. Bisto, yeah. And I said, "It'd be funny to give them bisto." And you said, "I said uh, <laughs> people do drink mugs of bisto of, of instant gravy." Yeah, uh, because I have worked at many sporting events, and um, on a cold night, on a cold Tuesday in Rochdale or Stoke, well, or in Reading or in London, um, people will have warm themselves up with a lovely glass of instant <laughs> gravy. <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all. No, it's but not. What do they do? Do they bring me with, sick? Do they bring like sachets with them? No, no, no. Well, it, it, yeah, they sell it. I mean, Bisto actually have a pot and it has the instant stuff and you just pour the hot water on. But so. who's, are they bringing it with them? No, no, no. They, ser we, they sell it. Oh, they serve it. it. Stadiums sell it. Oh my God. So it's not like one idiot. No, no, no. It's not like, hey, I bought this weird yeah, shit from home. They, no, no, no. That's part of the thing. This is the thing and it's popular as well. Um, this is the culture. But think of all the other things you could have chose instead of that. What did they not want to sell rather than Tea. go to Bist? Yeah. Coffee. Anything. Milkshake. There's a, there's a list of things you could have got. Beer. I mean, you're at, a, you're at the football. But the, Beer. The, the first person that brought that up, that must have been a joke. They said, oh, let's just give him Bisto. Oh, gravy. And uh, someone went, yeah, all right. Let's do it. Oh, do you, we've got tea. We've got coffee. Yeah. <laughs> we've oh, got Bisto. gravy. And they're like, Bisto. yeah, all right. You go, no, 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 it was a joke. And he's like, no, I will actually. Quite have, have you, have you, you haven't drunk any of you? Have I yeah. ever drunk gravy? No. Yeah. Well, fucking, it's not that. Listen, mate, some of your mates, I don't want to pass you. But I'm thinking, would it be watery or quite thick? Um, it's because it's like an instant pot. So it is not very strong. Because the coffees they had, I used to have to take two and stick like two bits, doses of um, the instant granules in it was just weak as hell right i remember you said on the tea podcast uh that you um you you doubled up on the tea bags oh yeah well you're a proper junkie for like anything you do you do it twice that's um, why you record on two microphones <laughs> <laughs> uh it's caffeine caffeine unfortunately is uh <clears throat> yeah 
just but that's like, you, you just get used to it. I remember when I was working in clubs and like some of the doormen earlier on, not so much the last times I was working there, they would have like eight cans of like Red Bull and things through the night, like a six, seven hour shift. And like you just get used to it straight away, but you got to remember what's in that. That's a lot of acid and uh, chemicals. <laughs> just yeah, it it smelled okay. Like Red Bull, some dude just drank it on the train today, and for, I think that Red Bull, I think it's Red Bull, or whatever the fuck, you know, monster. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that with this like Red Bull genuinely smells like dog shit to me. Just to me, like someone this dude. Is I right used to next love to the smell of it. It used to remind me of jelly. And it, now I don't better. like the smell. It's, I think it's just over time you're just getting annoyed by it all the time. It's better on the other end of it. Yeah, when you're yeah, yeah. It's like booze. Yeah, like smelling booze on people. It's grim. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. But like, That's right. yeah, you yeah. don't really like the taste of it and the smell of it's fine when you're drinking it. But yeah. Like on other people, if you're on, if you're next to someone and they've had a couple, yeah, it's, ugh, it, that, that ethanol smell. I suppose you are somewhere um, smelling their body odor as well, even though you might not be picking up on it. It's a mixture of that and the human, and just coming out their pores. If it was just all, an empty can on stuff. a street and it was just wafting out, it probably wouldn't be too bad. Oh no, it might actually be. Yeah, I used to love the smell of it, and now I just can't stand the bloody stuff. Um, what do you? What's sort of your tipple? Your drink? Do you, do you like a little brandy? Um, I. I or have we gone too high? A bit of wine, a bit of, bit of red wine. Oh, uh, what do you drink? Of, uh, whatever I can find for about five or six quid in the States. I would like to remind the listeners, this is a free podcast, by the way. You said, don't, don't get annoyed. <laughs> this is for free. You're getting this. Um, I've had a drink for a long time. I can't think. Oh, really? Do you drink beer? Yeah. When do you drink? When you're out doing the, uh, like working at these events? No, uh, not usually when I'm no. working. Cause... Are you reading any uh, comic books recently? Yes. Oh, what, what Many. <laughs> it's, it's become a bit of an issue. Actually. I think that is our most popular show, the podcast show. Okay. The second one was me, you and Andrew. So I think that, yeah, the first okay. one was us three in the podcast, the uh, comic books. Um, well, let's see. Yeah. Okay. What am I reading? House of X, Power of X. Jonathan, well, so what's this X thing? X-Men. X-Men. They're, they're basically resetting the X-Men uh, okay. sort of universe. Is there a Terminator podcast? podcast magazine uh they do comic do, book they do do dark horse has the uh rights to that so they do do stuff like they do aliens as well i've i'm reading that's gotta be quite hard to do as a comic book surely because just there's no like discussions is there it's just aliens attacking people it's not like you're having discussions with the aliens pretty much yeah so it's um, a scene of a couple of people talking and then a full-on attack and then and then the aliens turn up yeah, yeah. in this one i'm reading they're sort of pottering around with these robot dudes and uh yeah just murdering aliens occasionally um the anime the the artwork's very good yeah the story uh it's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all those things it's the same story isn't it like they turn up on a planet usually yeah. lb426 yeah. yeah um and guess what there's aliens in, yeah. in an, an abandoned alien ship and but is it a new story every time or is it a sort of series of following these people around uh, they sort of have overlapping stuff, but yeah, it's it's stories within the world. I was going to say because how many planets can you go to and say, like, find there's aliens there? Oh, loads. So do they all look the same? The aliens sometimes. So it's not like, have... Is it the alien movie? That's what it's copying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they, they, they said they have alien stuff. And they have Robocop comics and like yeah, Terminator oh, stuff set in, the, set in the future wars and stuff. So is this stuff they're just knocking out now, or is it good stuff? Uh, the aliens comics aren't very good. I, I like. <laughs> I like the Aliens films an awful lot. Oh, I like the first two, to be honest. I only count the first two. The rest, 
<laughs> no thanks. So do do, do the, the, the the these comic books you read? Do they sort of still have? And I'm just thinking about my job. Do they have like the, the hand zappers and that you in the back and like ninja stars that you can buy? Um, interestingly enough, um, I've been buying lots of uh, facsimile editions recently, which are exact reprints of older comics, okay, yeah. special ones. So they with all the adverts, and it's often very old, well, older issues the more expensive ones it's like a child smoking cigarettes or something <laughs> it's it's yeah it's x-ray spec x-ray specs kung fu lessons but how um, did they get away with the x-ray specs ones because what would that have been well it's always a picture of a dude and then there's a lady going oh and he's going mm. yeah but what what's the actual like when it turns up i mean like i ordered some ninja stars once from a comic book and but it didn't tell you that you had to have them sharpened. It was just metal shaped stars oh, okay. that didn't go into anything. You'd be throwing them for an hour into a tree. You think, why are these things just bouncing off? Well, they're just ricocheting away. Yeah, but legally, they won't have to sharpen yeah, the edges. Of course, of course. Yeah, you, can't <laughs> just, you can't just sell weapons. Well, don't put it in the case. picture then. Yeah. Um, but X-ray specs, like what turned up in the post? Um, it was. It would have been a, a plastic black rim glasses yeah. with, um, I'm assuming, uh, some kind of crazy... Uh, colouring design but there's the no x-ray lenses. there no so they weren't even like I would like to get hold of it just go hang on this is nothing this is nothing about it. it's not even it's nothing well they had the incredible expanding dinosaurs as well oh, you put water on them or something and yeah it's like a little sponge thing and you put water on it and it grows by like so, 20, what, 20% feet? no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the picture they're like oh no yeah, it's, it's like the stuff. house it's like Godzilla your mum is running out the room <laughs> and uh, yeah 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 just destroy trashing everything um, but in reality yeah, it just grows <laughs> Slightly, it's a sponge. Oh, God. Uh, sea monkeys as well. Oh, what was that? I can't think what it was. Huh? What were they? Uh, they they're like... Is um, that a collection of monkeys or something? No, no they're like weird little... Uh, almost, they look like kind of bacterial parasites. They're parasites. Yeah. And they're kind of freeze-dried. And then you put them in water. Yeah. And then they um, uh, they reanimate, basically. So they're, what? They're in a, into little parasite-looking things. So what's the monk? Oh, they're just in the shape of vaguely. The pictures on they look actually gross when you see them. They right. look absolutely disgusting. They look like something you'd you'd uh, lift up. You lift up a piece of corrugated iron and find scuttling away from the. Oh light. right! Oh god! Um, but um, but the pictures are always of like you know a happy sea monkey community and they're all dancing and yeah. playing volleyball and there's a king usually <laughs> um, with a crown. Um, very disappointing. I remember there's, there's something um, when they were trying to uh, test these uh, extremophiles, you know, little animals that you find like that are growing in lava and whatever near acidic fucking vents, like they, where they think nothing can grow here, no no life can form. Um, um, and there's, there's some some insect that's got like antifreeze in its in its blood, you know, it's all these weird stuff. And one of them they they try to kill this thing, and it's called um. I think, Kill it. <laughs> I think it's called a water bear or something like that. And what they did is it was on the outside of one of the the, the spacecraft that went up into space, and it still survived. Oh. Like, so think of the G force, the speed, the heat, the cold, everything, yeah. and it's still like it's still alive. So it's amazing and gripping on. The strength, yeah, it was like, to grip you couldn't on, see it. it. Like you couldn't see the facial expressions, but it's called. A, I'm sure it's called a water bear. But it's like a tiny little thing, just banging on the window. Okay, Oi. what happened to that thing? Do you remember years ago when they said they'd created life? Do you remember there was like a press conference about it, and they said, "Oh, we the, this is the first time man made has created something." No, yeah, it's quite a big story. Like first page, uh, front page story, and like news on the news, and they were saying how like people had created life from nothing. And it was the first time. It was like it annoyed me when um, uh, George 
It might have been George Bush. Who was, who was the one, the, the cigar fella? Mar- Mar- Monica Lewinsky. Who was oh, the president? Uh, uh, Billy Clinton. Bill Clinton. Um, yeah, he, he came out with, remember, they always want to break the story. And remember when they found some rock on Mars or something, they cracked open or something that looked like an alien. And they said, we have found life on another planet. Well, and that was, he actually went out onto the stage and said that. Like NASA, like, well, it's sort of not. NASA do uh, tickle your balls a lot. <laughs> yeah, they like, they're like oh, just to remind you science. They go, we've got, we got so really. I mean, I, maybe this is like kind of a geek thing, and they get super excited about like niche weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're like, oh, we got really big press conference. We got, we got amazing announcement yeah. to, to announce, and they're like, yo. We found a slightly different type of rock yeah. on Mars, and you're Called like EL nine seven six five six one. Okay, yeah. you go. Oh, here's the big one. Yeah, finally, we're going to see the uh, yeah. you know the underground goat people. Or yeah, they do push it to the point where you don't listen anymore. I don't think like they do. Some there'll be something on Yahoo News or whatever. Some planet you go. You go well, it's half bollocks, and half they didn't say that, and it's not a big deal. But they it's this thing of just trying to ram science down your throat all the time. Look how important it is. Look how important it is. As uh, as someone said, uh, what the Chinese sent a a robot probe to the dark side of the moon a couple of years ago, and then they got excited about it, and then never, and then went super quiet. <laughs> China what? released the pictures of the transformers <laughs> immediately. <laughs> we know that they're there. We've all seen the footage. Just release it. Yeah, we've uh, we've done a UFO podcast. If you don't believe after that, then there's no hope for you. <laughs> a detailed analysis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's quite interesting. Uh, old Trump, he's been up to no good again. Um, he's been it, it, it looks. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it again. We it just gets so jaded to it, doesn't it? Because because you think, oh, is this actually going to be important? And then nothing really happens for. Yeah, they build it up, build it up, and then... Because it is a lengthy process. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, this is a legal thing, and they have to, especially with someone high, high profile, they have to be very careful and to go through all the bits. But you um, can see how he's, throw, like, he's getting a little bit of trouble now, and he's starting to throw people under the bus. And I, I said the biggest worry is not now. The biggest worry, knowing a personality like that, you, if he has to leave office, he's basically in for, like, court cases for the rest of his life, if not jail. So what somebody that's like that already will do to keep out of that, to keep the fucking like, like what he's capable of anything just out of luxury for being, having stuff he wants. But to think that I might go to jail unless he could do anything, mate, to staying, staying. Uh, well, he's already with the investigator. Who's it? Adam Schiff. Schiff yeah. yeah uh, he's already, uh, started to sort of say uh who will rid me of this troublesome priest you know, oh really yeah basically yeah, he's yeah. already saying well you know doesn't no, no. Pe- people get killed people just get shot all the time yeah. you know and uh you know who knows many of these murders don't go investigated well that thing that came out recently about when he was trying to what he was telling them uh he, the government about how to keep the migrants out and he wanted the moat with the jesus Christ. The, the alligators and the snakes <laughs> but he originally said can we not just shoot them? And they said, no, because that's murder. You're not allowed to shoot. And he said, well, can we just shoot them in the legs to stop? And he goes, that's, that's, that's what his mind says. That's what, with no threat to him, he's quite happily to murder people. We'll just, we'll just shoot them a little bit. Yeah. And he said, well, can't we just shoot them in the legs? Like he doesn't understand. He go, so think of that person that that's how nonchalant he is about it. We'll just shoot them in the legs then. And getting annoyed. He goes, so think of like what he's done and the type of person he is. And then you think all he's got now to protect him is the presidency. So if I, he leaves that, he's fucked. So now think of somebody like that that could go to jail, what he's capable of doing 
to make sure that he doesn't leave the presidency. I, 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 oh yeah, I, I like that. Um, he's basically hanging out with a bunch of um, C and D list um, prime ministers and presidents now to like to rope them in, to, to drag to, him down. No, just to, as a buffer, oh. basically, to, <laughs> a, a, like in press conferences. Have you seen that stuff with a Finnish prime minister? Yeah, it's bad. And that dude, it? he bless him, so he looked. It looked like I was like, it's like, have you ever been to uh, your friends? Uh, your your friend who has a partner and they have a dinner party and then they get into a big argument and everyone's like (laughs) and you're thinking okay we'll be very nice we'll stay and then we'll leave how quick can we leave after after the food's done we'll just leave oh my god this is really bad and it was like and when he said it looked like that it looked like he was just kind of like okay if i just smile and but the fact he brought up the democracy thing as well and Trump went, and he said about democracy, like, not knowing that he's basically taking the piss out of you. Off. Yeah, he's I mugging see, him off. Even he says about our democracy. Um, but what's, is, um, is Berlusconi still in, uh, Pierre? Is it Berlusconi? No. He was gripping onto power. What happened to him? Oh, is it on my 10 years behind? Um, it... <laughs> Berlusconi? No, yeah. Uh, he's still he's still a because um, he was a member of the party, isn't he? Yeah, he's still a prominent member of the party. But I think he's been he's another one that didn't want to let go of the again because of all his uh, yeah allegedly. Uh, well, he was sort of like dodgy. Trump. He got in with the whole "I'm a businessman," you know, business. Look at the world as a business. So, yeah, that's right. If it, but as long as it's not your business, that's the fucking problem with it. You can come in and run America as a business, but it always it becomes about you and your business, not the country as a whole. I swear, I don't know if this is true, but I read it. So here we go. Um, but I swear the Ukrainian president, um, he is famous for star- starring in a sitcom, I think, or a comedy show anyway, where he uh, played a teacher who decided to run for president and became president. No, really? And then he ran for president and became president. Bloody hell. <laughs> I was listening to a BBC podcast and they were talking about um, corruption. I think it's like Ukraine and Russia and all that. And uh, I think Africa, some of the African uh, uh, regions, and it was just—I think the Russian ones—they were like in local elections. They were using making them use uh, pens to sign like the ballots, but then it was invisible ink that vanished afterwards. And there was one state in Russia where they wouldn't even let the the the, the planes land for the actual politicians to um, you know come and put their vote, put put themselves forward. And they say, well, the, the planes have been diverted. They've had to go back. So then they do it like three times. Well, they just wouldn't let the planes land. Well, the, the, the prime minister and president of, uh, well, the prime minister at least, of, uh, what's it, Poland, got killed in a plane crash. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of not very, he was uh, anti-Russian, let's say. And then he died really? in a plane crash. I, I worry about, um, what's his name, Bernie Sanders, and who's the woman, Emma, no, Elizabeth? Uh, Elizabeth Warren, yeah. Yeah, because they're really against the system, and they're not messing around, like with all the private donations, I mean, like public donations more than anything. Like Bernie, Bernie's just at a heart attack, isn't he? Well, yeah, he's well, he just come scary, out of the yeah. hospital, yeah. 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 But you think they're really, I mean, Biden and all that, that's one thing, you know, he's still <laughs> half part of the system. But you think them two, they're getting, you know, they're no big donors, mate, that's all little donors, more or less. Um, and there was something on TV the other day saying that, um, that's the way it should be because you're always, regardless the way politics is, you're always beholden to the people that paid for you to be there. Oh, very and much. And when so. it's big companies, you're beholden to them. Yes. But when it's little donations, i.e., the people, you are beholden to them the way it should be. Um, 
But they're against everything, mate. Like they, they will fuck things up if they get in. So I keep thinking, mm, I wonder if something happens to one of them, if not both. And they were, yeah, because the end, the rest of them can all get in. It doesn't matter. It's all going to be same story. But those two specifically, they really do want to, as I say, drain the swamp. Like they really are. Get we'll sort all this shit out. Let's get the money out of politics and all that. And that's a dangerous territory to be fucking around with that. Like to say, look, we're going to change everything. It's all on regular like, small donations, so there's no big uh, donors. So they can come in there and say, well, we don't owe anybody anything like the big companies. We're going to change this. We'll see the oil thing. We're going to change that. The petrol, we're going to go for this. The healthcare, like that's a lot of enemies you're creating. Um, it's certainly. I mean, it's like the, uh, the, the way, I mean, regardless of what you think uh, of Jeremy Corbyn or his policies, the way the majority, vast majority of press deal with Jeremy Corbyn in this country is always slanted towards personal attacks. Yeah. Uh, there was a study done uh, a few years ago, a year or two ago, about uh, press coverage of of Jeremy Corbyn. Um, they 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 had a, a they deduced basically that um, that ninety percent, ninety something percent of the time, the Mail and the Express uh, just made up policies, lied about policies, or reported inaccurately the policies of the Labour Party over the last few years, and in a hundred percent of the time, uh, anything personal, a hundred percent of the time was a lie. Oh, okay. So they actually did a, a little study, you know, on fake news or whatever, and they actually found that yes, they, they, they just they did, and most of the story they investigated the source of the stories. They're like, where are these stories coming from? Where's the, you know, is this, you know, where's the the kernel of truth in this? And there wasn't any. They couldn't find anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? In most of the cases. So yeah, it's it's often the case when you see. I always get a bit of thing when they when they personally attack someone. I just think you're trying to obfuscate a, a fight or a debate about policy, basically, yeah. because they don't want to discuss uh, some ideas. Hey, let's, they don't want to attack, for instance, with Jeremy Corbyn, they don't want to attack him on, uh, hey, let's nationalize the trains. Hey, let's uh, put a lot of money into the NHS. Hey, let's uh, reform our education system, because those are things that they don't want to do, and they come out on the wrong side of those, because yeah. they, they'll be arguing against those things. And those are popular policies. Those are popular policies. People do want a better education system. People do want a health system that works. Mm. People do want trains to actually turn up. Yeah, they're supposed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so they can't fight on those issues because they are fighting against yeah. positive positivity yeah. and positive change or whatever reform. So it's always personal attacks, and I, you should always be a bit careful when people just go in for personal. But stuff. it's funny, you, like with the, the whole the way the politics have gone with Trump and everyone that's followed him and the whole way it's turned out. It is really like it could be a big playground. Do you know what I mean? With like little groups and being nasty and like they haven't grown up. They're still children. There's this constant thing I keep coming back to with uh, politicians. They're basically actors. They go where the wind blows. They're playing, you know, oh, how could he have once been like this? And now he's like this well, because he's an actor. He's not, it's not a moral thing that he's leading. It's not a moral life. It's just they change and go where the wind blows and they take sides depending on what's benefits them. They're basically children still. And they hold these people in high esteem. It's ridiculous. Um, did you see there was a parliament uh, when parliament was recalled uh, a couple of weeks from, from, from this podcast, a couple of weeks ago, parliament went on, was prorogued. The Supreme court said that it's, uh, was an illegal action. Uh, so Parliament re was recalled. Well, no, not recalled because it was never apparently uh, um, prorogued in the first place. So it went back into session. Um, and that session the next day was, I watched it all live on TV, um, was 
shocking to be honest the, the, the level of dialogue it was an absolute it was just like I was, I was, it was, well, I've seen better behavior on the terraces, you know, yeah. the terraces, like <laughs> genuinely, it was shockingly bad. It was like, yeah, it was petulant. Yeah. It was, Children. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, and I think that was actually reasonably shocking. Yeah. And they received such a lot of negative. I think a lot of people oh, took right. a step back, even a lot of people involved in that yeah. took a step back and went, mm, yeah, we need to maybe come at this from a different angle tone it down a little yeah. bit and there was lots of calls you know that's when uh, you know um humbug and all that you know yeah, yeah, and, yeah. um the, the bringing up joe cox and all this stuff um and i do think uh i think that every side i think even the right-wing press was very critical was well very reasonably critical should we say of um the 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 discourse and the just the tone of it really um, so they had to sort of take a slight step back. They yeah. talk about bringing a new code of conduct in. I mean, they won't, but they're... They're to talk about a lot, yeah. Yeah, they talk about everything. But, I mean, it's nice that they, they're they they slightly embarrassed, basically, because they did go a bit too far that night. Did you see the, the, the Banksy payment painting? Yeah. The, the, all great, the, all yeah. the little monkeys, all the chimpanzees, I should say, in the thing. That sold for 9.9 million or something like that. Yeah. It went for a lot, a lot. Do you have any artwork in your house? Uh, no. No. Ketchup splattered on the wall with the fridge, <laughs> side of the fridge. <laughs> uh, dust, dead spiders. Um, How long have you lived where you live? Cracks. Uh, oh, I don't know, a few years. So where, where are you from? Reading? I'm from Reading. So how long have you been here in London? Uh, a few years. Yeah. Just a couple of years? Yeah. What, you came here to study? Uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, this is hard talk with Charles <laughs> Kirby. Well, yeah, yeah, it's sort of been bumming around. You don't... <laughs> Oh, that's an entrepreneur of ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Well, um, you don't drive or anything, do you? No. Have you got a license? Uh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ! It's it's getting to the point where I, yeah, I, I was so thinking you have the other to train day, and everything. Everywhere. I was thinking, I, well, yeah, a walk. Uh, but I was thinking the other day, yeah, if I don't get one soon, I, I never will. You know what I mean? And it's only getting more and more pricey, like the lessons and all that. Yeah, God knows how much they are now. Well, it's insurance as well, my mate. It's just yeah, done it, and it's yeah. You'd have to insure it outside of London. Forget inside London, be all over. Yeah, yeah. You'd be paid pay the uh, price of a car. You have any hobbies outside of uh, podcasting? A <laughs> <laughs> uh, bit of writing, you know, a bit of collecting comic books. Uh, it used to be big. How many comic books have you got? In roughly uh, individual rough. comic. Books. Oh, individual. I mean, graphic novels. Do you keep them? Yeah, yeah. Like graphic novels, I've probably got about I don't know three, three, four hundred. Um, but what do you do when you're moving from one place to another? You take them with you. Yeah. Do you I need mean, the hassle though? Uh, like individual comics, I don't know, about five, six hundred, maybe seven hundred. Um, I've got quite a few boxes now, and each one has about two. But you are sure you never, I learned if you were sort of married and you'd settled and you'd had a house and you settled down and you hadn't moved for 10 years, and there, there's the boxes up in the loft. But that's a lot I don't of grief. I put them in the loft. That's where the, no. that's where the mice live. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. These, so, these are protected. These are going <laughs> in a nice uh, egg. So what do you do with them? Like, if you move, like, you'll just take them with you. Like you don't leave yeah, them. Yeah, of course not. No, of course not. What if you went travelling? What did you? What? I stick them at home. It's fine. Oh, okay. I was going to say when you went travelling around the globe yeah. or wherever you went. What did, were you reading comic books then? Uh, on and off. I did when I went to India. I bought. I did buy loads when I was in India because they were really cheap. Uh, <laughs> because they were publishing is is they they were publishing DC and Marvel under the same label out in India. Called, it was called Gotham Comics. Right. And they were in a different format and different size, and they were like. This is a legal thing, or they just sort of. Nick the idea and I, I think that that's cut that company that there was a sort of company that was, oh, it was, printing, it, that was, that was printing you know both of them right got the rights to do it okay, to, right. in, within India 
and it was something like oh God, was it like 10 rupees for like 20 rupees for like which was about three quid for like five or six issues yeah in like a little and it's in english though oh yeah why would it be in english uh english is the second language in india oh is so it really pretty much so you can get by uh Yes, yes, because yes. Hindi's, they speak a lot of different languages so there. Oh, right. Hindi's kind of the most spoken language there. And yeah. then sort of English is traditionally the language, I think it's the language they speak in courts and of like oh, civil right. service yeah, yeah. and in parliament still. Yeah. So it's, it is, and it's a good sort of second language because if people don't speak Hindi, they will probably speak a little bit of English. Right, yeah. Because it's a good, because just because there are so many regional variations. It's, Have you it's um, got any travel plans in the next couple of years? Um, I'd like, I've been talking about going to Europe basically before, uh, before the big uh, chop chop Brexit. Where, um, what's, what part? Uh, I, me and my mate were talking about driving around. Um, just Tom? Yeah, yeah. Talk about driving around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh north europe a bit you know maybe go belgium holland um sorry netherlands and um oh, you know maybe up to germany or something yeah then back in have you been France. to europe before oh yeah, yeah oh okay i've done i tried to count them. but you haven't got a driving license no so you'd have to you'd be jumping on public transport no, everywhere. yeah i mean I, I get i've been to europe a lot of times on the coach i'm a big coach person oh coach yeah jesus i hate i hate Krim, have you got a car trains. i mean a license but it's not valid in this country Okay. Uh, uh. So you got to drive around with all your audio equipment. You get goes in. It goes in the backpack, does it? Yeah, it goes on the tube. Yeah, I know a bloke. Don't worry, <laughs> I'll look after you, son. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll probably say, but I just hate airports. I don't hate flying. I just hate airports. I, I think they're a waste of time. And they're, oh, they're just they're just flying. silly places for idiots, and I I don't like them. Could you go and sit in an airport, or would they sort of like? Would you move you on? Would they know? Like, would t- the terrorism squad be on you? Like, if you just went, oh, I just want to sit here, stay here. Yeah, you I mean, probably I... survive in an airport. Like, you could probably it's big enough. Yeah, I have. But spent would cameras be following you everywhere? A while. I spent a while in airports. I spent like a day at one point, day and a bit. <laughs> Doing what? A, mostly sleeping and walking around. And well, hang on. But why were you there? Oh, I don't know. Like I think the flight was delayed or something, and then we. Oh right! Yeah, so you yeah. didn't just go up there to sort of. Yeah, no, no, it, it wasn't. That wasn't part of the holiday. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, yeah, and um, and a couple of times I've had to, you know, like I've had a flight six in the morning, so I ended up turning up there at like ten, eleven, and then hanging out in the but, airport. But, uh, hanging out in the airport. Listen to something about the psychology of airports and how they're designed, especially now, and how they've changed the designs where they've got all these psychologists in. It's all about money, like generating money, because they don't make a lot. Well, you know, it's getting harder for them with the fuel prices and all that. But um, like how they now, they they um, they put clocks everywhere so you can judge how far you are from somewhere because they know that if you don't know what time you need to be over there, I mean, you don't know roughly the time slots of what time you need to be over that end or how far away it is, you'll tend to just go to the place straight away. So what they do is they have clocks telling you how far you are from this place like you're four minutes from there you're two minutes walk from there so you sort of ponder around where you are and they change the tiles because they know people that like if they're on um if they're just plain tiles people just tend to walk anywhere but if they're actually sort of dotted around in a certain it means you'll generally tend to walk that way and uh, they place the counters now at angles that you now have to walk round to get to the way you want to go so there's whole psychology behind uh, how the design now, in basically to make you spend money. 
but yeah, the, the big one they said especially now they're putting in the clocks so you don't turn up and go well where's so and so it says you're two minutes from here you're four minutes from there yeah. so you sort of go calm down a bit and go okay well it says we're four minutes we'll just wander around I always, I always think of uh, that Seinfeld joke where he's like do you think people who work at airports actually know how much things really cost yeah. <laughs> or they're like just going tuna sandwich yeah it's 18 pounds. Yeah. It sounds right. Yeah. It is funny. I, I watch like the prices of things creeping up. I, I, every now and again, like every four months I'll buy a chocolate bar and go fucking hell. It shrunk again. Like they, they, and the price will go up. They don't even do the indignity of just like, like reducing the amount that's in there. Every time I pick them up, I go, that used to be like a party sized chocolate. And you're now selling that as the full size chocolate. And it's double the price of what the little party pack chocolate used to be. Ice, I, I think, uh, like ice lollies and choc ices are the worst. Like genuinely, because they they used to be maybe because I was, I was yeah, tight, when I was small. small they, I go, wow, that's huge. You'd hold it with two hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just enormous, bigger than me. You know what I mean? Um, no, they are. They rebrand them and they put a new packet on. But at the same time as rebranding them, they're actually smaller chocolates. That's how they do it. I love it when they give it a bigger packet. The, yeah, the packet gets bigger. rattling the, around yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. Like, like with chocolate bars, the packet, packaging actually gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and the thing entirely. entirely well, crisps are my smaller. favorite ones for there because I, I just, every time, if, I barely eat crisps, but when you open them up and you just look inside into the hollow, inside there's like four, oh, yeah, crisps, four or five crisps rattling there, you know. around. And just think, how far can we push this before they're just, they're buying empty packets? There's nothing in there. It's like uh, it's like the fifth sense, uh, fifth sense, uh, the uh, fifth element. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I know. Exactly okay, what but it there's it, it, you know it's a good film. It's wonderful visually, interesting yeah, world, yeah, yeah. blah blah. Blade Runner. Um, but that everyone sort of smokes these cigarettes, and uh, the the filter is the size of the cigarette now. It's the size of the tobacco now, and then oh, the cigarette no, really? is the size. Then the tobacco is the size <laughs> of the filter. So it's kind of reversed. Yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So everyone's smoking these things, yeah, and they're huge that. filters, yeah. and then tiny bit of tobacco at the yeah. end. Talking of films, is it me, or is Terminated 6 or whatever it is? It must Dark, have more trailers. Dark Fate. Have they basically got the whole film online now? Because every week there's another trailer that's come out with something else in it. I know they have been panicking that, like, it's not looking good. Yes. I was thinking, surely releasing the trailer... There must be, about like, 10 trailers. Honestly, God, there must be, like, 40 minutes of the film is now online. Um, yes. You can basically... Well, you get the whole gist of the film. I don't need to see it anymore. I know all the thing. And but they- I like that, though. I, some, with some films, I'm like, okay, that's cool. That saved me two hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, saved me <laughs> the cinema. Thanks for the trailers. Because I'm like, okay, I watched a minute, and that's basically the whole film. Brilliant. Is that what they do with the, the, the rest of movies? They just wait for all these trailers to come out, and they just chop them all together and go, look, that's basically the film. There's no need to go and see. I mean, I think it's Dark Fate. I can't. Yeah, Dark Fate. Yeah, yeah. Dark Fate. I think with Dark Fate, they were just they just panicked because all of a sudden people freaked out because there there was a woman in it. Well, yeah, three, they're trying to be trendy. They've got the unisex woman in there that she could be a man, looks like a woman, the shaved head, yeah. or the shaved short hair. We go, yeah, okay, we get it. She's you know she's appealing to that sort of audience. But it was like when Terminator: The Last of Genesis came out, and they did the thing of like any other movie. Oh, listen, I have a little teenager in there. And she's jumping around and firing machine. Go, she's like, she's like 15 years old. She's fighting Terminator. Go, come on. The ter- and that, that's Genesis. When, Genesis. You're thinking of Amelia Clark. She's 35. <laughs> no. She, Amelia Clark. The woman in Genesis. I don't Genesis. know what film I'm talking about. Give me some references. Genesis. Genesis. Um, um, the, the one where he's spinning around at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, the one where they're fighting. Around, just they're, like, uh, no, they're fighting in that thing that's spinning. Um, yeah, it's got it, like they go back in time and then they kind of hey, the one redo, where he becomes, they, re- he they redo not, bits of Terminator One. I didn't then, watch them all. So. Oh, it's, it, 
Oh, but what was the one where she started calling him Pops? Yeah, that's that's Genesis. No, that's the yeah, one she's, thir- she's a 35-year-old. She ain't. Right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. I thought she was like 16. No, she's she's in Game of Thrones. The chick with the brown hair? Yeah. Amelia Clark. Oh, that's yeah. bollocks. I thought she was a kid. No. We can't be talking about the same thing. Yeah, part. no, Amelia Clark. Yeah. But how, how was she supposed to be in Terminator? Like... She's supposed to be Sarah Connor, isn't she? So yeah, I thought she was. Uh, I couldn't, Sarah, Con- I didn't know. Sarah Connor's early twenties, I think. She's a waitress. So I didn't know I if know. she was supposed to be her or not. I didn't she know she was. Even though she didn't look like her or act like her. Or after the third one, they just shut on all the other films. They bollocked up Terminator Two. They just said, like, forget that. That was nothing. Let's start again. That, that pissed me off. That did. Yeah. Yeah. But how? How? how when was Terminator Genesis? Uh, a couple of years ago. I thought she was supposed to be like a sixteen-year-old. She went to school with my mate. She was in the same year as his. Oh, sister, she's English. As his sister, yeah, she went to school in Oxford. Um, oh, and so yeah, I kind of vicariously know her. That would be my way in. If ever I met her, I'd be like, "Oh, so uh, yeah. you, you went to St Edwards? Yeah, my uh, my, <laughs> my friend went there. Uh, my friend went there. Uh, yeah, I'm good mates with their family. Uh, you, you remember uh, the teacher there? Yeah, he's uh, my mate's dad. Yeah. <laughs> I was best man at their uh, at his son's uh, wedding. Yeah. I remember um, I was talking to somebody recently about success. Somebody like come to this country and they were like studying to do stuff and uh, like she was saying, it's quite jarring how. Um, People don't take it seriously here. Like, if it's like, well, I'll do it, but I want to show off as I'm doing it. He said, you know, she was talking about a dance teacher. And she was saying, you know, it's fascinating watching well, well, different dance, types. There, there, like, there, is, of, there is a bit of showing off with dance. No, there but she was, what of... she was saying is, she was saying um, there's, uh, most people want to be seen to be doing something and showing oh, off yeah. for it. But then she said, and she was example, giving an example of her te- dance teacher, ballet teacher. She was saying um, there would always be the sort of pretty kids with like the parents dropping them off in the Range Rovers and all that, that all would go out for break and have cigarettes secretly and sort of get the phones out. And she said there'd always be this sort of quiet brown haired kid that would just stay in the class and like hasn't got a lot of money and would be practicing. And she goes, they're the ones that like make it, not the ones that run outside with their mates for the fag break, even though especially ballet dancers. So there's always that quiet one that doesn't look attractive when they're young, but they're the one that stay behind and sort of in the lunch break and start practicing on their own in the mirror. And you've got that sort of divergence of everyone. It's like I've had problems with people, getting people to, when I've been doing stuff, everyone wants to do stuff, mate. Oh, great. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. But then as soon as the work starts, they fuck off. Like they're not interested. And that that, that wasted a lot of time with me. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of people like to say, like to talk about it. Well, look at what we were talking about. I don't, I'm not going to say any names. When we were talking about before here about the pilot with the scene where somebody had to do something. That's in a pilot, you know. We've got a cinematographer turning up. It's a big thing, you know. It's getting well, there's other people involved as well. Yeah, you know, there is a there's a crew. Cut, cut, yeah, so there's a big deal. Actors, so it, and then somebody didn't want to do something, and they tell you the night before yeah. because it's a little bit further away than what you said. And you go, I shouldn't have to. This should just be nothing. There's a miscommunication there. End by the way. Oh, it's going to take me longer, and I've got a job, and I just need to get back. And you go. But your profile is everything. Our oh, professional, this and the trained at so and so. But that just the willpower isn't there. That extra thing. Um, I was, as I was saying to her, that I said I remember walking from uh, Hertfordshire to Central London once because I had to have a meeting with somebody, but I didn't have the money to get there, so I just walked. Yeah. I had worked that night as well yeah. in the club, and I, I felt bad because when I got there, it took me it took me about four hours to get to Central London, like Leicester Square, and uh, when. Um, Somebody let like I thinking for God's sake don't let them order a drink because I've got nothing I've got no money I've got nothing so um, when I got there they'd already ordered theirs thank fuck I said no no I'm right. I don't want anything and then when they left somebody had left like three quid on a, another <laughs> another plate that was a tip I thought, fuck I just quickly grabbed it I, I feel bad and this is years and years ago 
I thought that was, I thought nothing. I've got, I've got something to do, a goal to achieve here. So, okay, things are fucked up. I'll walk. Simple as that. I, I used to have to do that sometimes. I used to have to walk um, into central London to, uh, to go to my, uh, when I was doing my master's because I didn't have any money. Yeah. No, you could have just gone, now. forget this. I haven't got no money to do it. I'm going to go back to do whatever. But like, I didn't have like three quid for the tube, so I was just like, screw it, let's walk. It took me like two, three hours sometimes. You didn't, you couldn't jump over the old barriers? Uh, I'm getting too old for that. <laughs> to get stuck. <laughs> you jumped over the court. You <laughs> catch my foot, it. just go face down and lose my front teeth. Yeah. <laughs> You're just one foot in the back and you go, did you pay for your ticket, sir? <laughs> I was just about to. <laughs> I got done. I got done in uh, Budapest. Oh. Um, I literally got off the wrong stop. I went stop to, we were, we should have got off like one stop. And then I was like, Oh, oops. And then, so we went one stop extra and then got off and then one, and then got off and then went back again. And like, I didn't know this, but the Budapest, um, uh, ticket collectors are notoriously very militant. Oh, really? And we got surrounded by big, huge oh, lads Jesus. and like pushed around and <laughs> like around. shouted at and what screamed you, at. They put their hands on you. Yeah, Why yeah, were they yeah. Shoving us around. Did get a ticket? Yeah, no, because I, I said like, look, man, I I meant to get off at yeah. this stop and like I didn't realize it and you know and so. And I like you, English pig. I just wanted to go back and it's a genuine, honest mistake. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they were like, no. So we ended up having to pay about like 50 quid each or something. And like, ugh. But it's right. Just like pushing yeah, you. Yeah, they were straight to your prison money. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuinely. They were threatening to send us to prison and shit. Oh, Christ. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But they're apparently notoriously very, very um, militant. On right. So you in Budapest as well? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Even like the witness protection or something. You seem to have moved around quite a lot. <laughs> oh. That's just true. Yeah. No, I did uh, I did the uh, inter, interrailing. interrailing thing. What's that? Where you get like a sort of an openish ticket for like a month for Europe, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And you can do sort of twenty train. Oh god! How much did that cost you? It's in the hundreds. Yeah, a few hundred back then. It's a while ago, but it was about two, three hundred quid or something. Oh. It wasn't too bad. Um, we went all over the place, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's the podcast then. Oh, is that it? Yeah, that's more or less. Yeah. We've oh, okay. Less, so we've uh, we've covered ourselves there. I think we've got some really interesting things out. <laughs> Creme started shifting around, so we know it's at the end. Of, it's, the sun's gone down. Chris, Chris sun's getting to real get, low. He has to get home. Sun's getting real low. He puts the cape around him and flies up into the air. <laughs> uh, I saw the Turkish flag waving outside the one of your consulates. Is something going on in Turkey? Is Turkey the one? Yeah, something's always going. It's Turkey, the, it's the yeah. red with the half and white moon. Yeah, that was flying outside the consulate for no reason somewhere around here. I thought it's for you because you were back. <laughs> they raised. We should, raise, we should raise some flags outside. When everyone turns up, we just... Yeah. <laughs> little flags and poles go up. He's here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, there, there have been a lot of protests recently. They're, they're always protesting around the BBC building, like up and down Who? the road. Turks? Uh, Turkish people. Really? I don't know, because they're all talking in Turkish. I don't know what the going on. But like, I don't know whether they're pro-something or against something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they look pretty pissed off about, about whatever it was. You know. So I was like, okay... Good for you. Yeah. Well done getting out there and doing something. Uh, well, yeah, so there's the podcast. So we had to cover ourselves. It was unfortunate uh, mistakes. So the guest couldn't be here, even though he travelled very far, but it wasn't his fault. It was a mistake. Um, so uh, anything you want to say to the uh, uh, Vietnamese, um, like Xin Chow, perhaps? Don't go see the new Terminator film. Yeah, not I'm sure they want to hear that. Not because yeah. it has ladies in, 
but just because we'll just go to YouTube, you can see it on there. For just because it looks terrible, and let's 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 have a new film. Let's have something new. Just let it just, go. So, just yeah, let it die. Yeah. Let it die. We'll try and forget the last few ones and stick to the first two. Let's let's just do something different. So. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for that. Cheers, Charles, mate. Thanks a lot. See man. you soon. Fun, Cheers. Yeah. Bye bye. Okay. Bye everyone. Bye bye. Scoff and take another drag of my cigarette.